0: Greetings podcast listeners. In today's episode, I'll be looking at some global LGBTQ campaigns. To begin, I would like to speak about the campaign for LGBT rights in Ghana. Ghana is a country in West Africa with a population of 31.7 million people, which sadly currently does not have any pro-LGBT laws, including the legalisation of same-sex relationships. In January, the first LGBT community centre and safe space in Ghana was opened. However, in a largely conservative society which lacks support for LGBTQ people and has no laws which protect them, those in the Ghanaian LGBT community face violence and threats from society and their own government. Sadly, on the 25th of February, the LGBT rights Ghana centre in the capital, Accra, was closed by police less than a month after it was opened. Without this centre, people lack safety and security from society, which they desperately need due to the abuse faced by those who are not accepting of the LGBT plus community. In 2018, the Human Rights Watch reported that queer Ghanaians suffer widespread discrimination and abuse both in public and in family settings. Numerous LGBT Ghanaians described being threatened with violence, beatings, and driven from their family homes after family members learned of their sexual orientation. Since the closure of the venue, the 13 executive members of the support centre, who usually campaign freely on social networks, have been forced to take precautions due to direct threats. The report of the Human Rights Watch adds that institutions, including some government agencies and the Ghanaian police force, have taken steps to protect the community. However, with the recent raids and arrests carried out by the police, this remains to be seen. Although in June 2016, during the 32nd session of the UN Human Rights Council, the official delegation of the Permanent Mission of Ghana to the United Nations in Geneva assured the UN Human Rights Council that Ghanaian law does not allow persecution and violence based on sexual orientation and or gender identity. Officially, there is no law which says that being LGBT is illegal in Ghana, However, same-sex relationships are criminalised by a criminal code introduced by the British during their rule that refers to unnatural carnal knowledge. This code, which is rarely but sometimes enforced, is interpreted by authorities as penal penetration of anything other than a vagina being illegal. To an extent, people have suggested that the violence and discrimination towards the LGBT community in Ghana is being promoted by certain organisations, including the church. Recently, Ghanaian President Nana Akufo-Addo said that the same-sex marriage will never be legalized during his presidency, and he has slammed the community and the morality. Despite its status as a liberal democracy, with a constitution that guarantees fundamental human rights to all its citizens, and is supported by an independent national human rights institution, the government has consistently rejected calls by United Nations bodies, including the Human Rights Council, to repeal the colonial era law which bans unnatural carnal knowledge. The speech made by President Nana Akufo-Addo was done at a church. Ghanaian society is very religious, and this is cited as a reason for their homophobia. According to a survey conducted by Gallup International Organization, Approximately 96% of Ghanaians claim to follow some form of religious belief system. Geographically, Christianity is the dominant religion in the south, and Islam the dominant religion in the north. Both these religions teach followers that the view that homosexuality is an abomination and goes against religious beliefs and teachings. In a recent press release about the closure of LGBT plus rights, Ghana's office, the Christian Council of Ghana said that Ghanaian people should not put the law into their own hands by attacking people known to be in homosexual unions. Meanwhile, in the same press release, they called homosexuality an affront to human dignity and sexual freedom not a human right. The safe space that has been sadly closed down served as a great community for people with shared interests and shared identities. Allowing them to a place where they can express themselves freely, as sadly self expression is not allowed in Ghanaian society. Secondly, I would like to speak about the campaign for LGBTQ rights in India. Last week, Judge Anand Venkatesh of the Madras High Court ordered state and federal officials to draw up plans for sweeping reforms to respect LGBT rights. This was as a result of a case brought by a lesbian couple who said they had been harassed by police, believing that they were being discriminated on due to their sexualities. The judge described this as illegal discrimination against members of the LGBTQIA community. Furthermore, an Indian woman who identifies as a lesbian has recently recounted her experience of conversion therapy, a practice who LGBT activists in India are protesting against and calling to be banned. Same-sex relationships have been legal in India since 2018, while a bill is pending in parliament which, if accepted, will allow LGBT people to serve openly in the military. Transgender people have a constitutional right to change their legal gender, after sex reassignment surgery that is, and a third gender, non-binary, is recognised. However, legalising same-sex marriage remains under consideration, while although adoption by single LGBT people are recognised, same-sex couples may not yet adopt children. Meanwhile, there are sexual orientation and gender identity protections nationwide, although to a certain extent, and not in all cases. All in all, due to campaigns, activism and legal battles in court, India has quickly become much more accepting of those who identify as LGBTQ+. The community of out people is actually larger than one may think. In a survey conducted by Ipsos, the report showed that 2% of the Indian population identifies outside of male or female, including transgender, non-binary, non-gender conforming, gender fluid, etc. In regards to sexual orientation, the report shows that 3% of the Indian population identifies as homosexual, including gay and lesbian, 9% identifies bisexual, 1% identify as pansexual, and 2% identify as asexual. Totally, 17% of the Indian population identify as not being either cisgendered and or heterosexual, excluding do not know and prefer not to answer responses. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of my podcast. Please subscribe to stay tuned and receive notification upon the release of the next episode. Hope everyone is having a fantastic Pride Month. Bye for now.